0: Hey everyone, you stumbled across coffee and crystals. I'm Katie Cronister, your motivator and host. And on this spiritual podcast, I will share knowledge that I've gained through a highly caffeinated life, as well as my journey here on this earth as a yogi. While we'll be exploring my love for all things crystals and wellness, I'll also be introducing you to some of my good friends, mentors, gurus, family members, and other key influencers who have really touched my life. In every episode I invite you into my heart and I really look forward to this adventure we're about to go on together. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, stay hydrated and let's dig in to today's episode! Dude. Welcome back to Coffee and Crystals. I am your favorite crystal host, Katie, and today's crystal is actually a gem, and we are going to talk about the pearl. So the pearl is white, and it is an organic product from the mother of pearl, which is an oyster. I really had an aha moment because I was introduced to the pearl for the first time from my mother, and what's really special about this for me is I did not grow up with my mother, as you guys know and heard about in other episodes and I didn't really have a relationship with her until I was, it was later in high school and we became really close after college. But there was only a few times in my adolescence, where I got time with my mother, my great grandmother really kept her at the arm's length, um, kept her away from my middle sister Julie and I. Growing up, she just really felt like she thought it was healthier for us to just not have her in our life, which is super sad. But there are these memorable times, and one of them was my mother took me down, and it was alone time with me and my mom. It was probably in fourth or fifth grade, and she brought me down to Fort Myers Beach, which is a beach I grew up. Going to and a beach that she grew up going to with granny So she always had a special place in her heart down there at Fort Myers beaches She made sure to bring us girls there when she was in town and on this particular beach day it was at the end of the day, we ended up strolling into this little jeweler boutique and what happened there is there was buckets of different oysters and it was like a game for me at that age. You picked your oyster and in once you picked your oyster, you got to make jewelry out of the pearl that was inside of it. And I was just like mind blown by that. I still kind of am hearing about this. Like this is so cool that that's where oysters are from. So I picked my oyster, made myself a little necklace and boy, do I wish I still had this necklace like what a cool story but i moved so many times like i've lived in so many zip codes more than most people my age so i have no idea where that necklace went but it definitely warms my heart and this is how i kind of um think about that memory when i think about pearl so The pearl is a unique gemstone because it doesn't arise from the depth of the earth, but it comes from the sea. And it requires no special cutting or polishing to bring its beauty. And it really is a good reminder, let your girl from L.A., remind you that stay natural. You know, the more you put on, the more you have to take off. And the pearl teaches us that. So the pearl also helps with anti-pitta properties. And we'll talk a little bit more about what exactly pitta means. But think of pitta as an Ayurvedic way of saying like fire. So physical fire, you know, the pearl will help with cooling and calming. Or if you're feeling stressed, anxiety, the pearl is going to be the gem of choice to help with that healing and it is also known to really regulate blood so I was reading things about like regulating gums and vomiting and bleeding and you know if you're having irregular blood problems I guess you could say then the pearl would be for you it also is you know a internal and inflammatory intestinal disease treater. So a nice pearl would be a gift for anyone that's having, you know, bloating issues. And it's just really a purified form that if you're, you know, gifting a pearl to someone, it's really just meaning pure intention. So today we're going to dig into the second episode of the chakra summer series talking all about the sacral chakra so if you haven't listened to the root chakra episode which was the the episode that was right before this one i really encourage you to start there and then you can come back and listen to the sacral chakra so again thank you so much for listening and i hope you enjoy today's episode I'm so excited to move up the spine with you. But before we do that, I want to clear up something from the last episode. I just told everyone not to listen to this one unless you listen to the first series, which is all about the root chakra, because you really can't clear the sacral chakra if you're still stuck in the root. So, Something I'm stuck on is just something I misspoke on. There was a ritual or a practice that I offered up to the listeners, on how to really just get rooted and grounded into the earth. And I mentioned to go to a beach or to get outside in grass. And what I meant to say is to put your feet in the grass. But I definitely directed you guys to put your shoes in the grass. So some of my listeners were sending me pictures of their shoes in the grass. And boy, do I love them for that. But I really just kind of wanted to clear that up. I didn't want you guys to be, you know, spreading this coffee and crystal ritual around and, you know, people being like, that's a little weird. But anyway, it's all about the sacral chakra today. And this chakra really holds creativity. So I must say, since I had so much attention to my root chakra last month, since I was learning about it and focusing on it, so I could really teach something that I felt good about, i have become more creative i mean i'm sitting in my living room the aftermath of my birthday party where i just like really decorated the shoot out of this house but i also painted a wall i spent some time in my closet reorganizing i you know really took some time to redecorate some shelves and just some things that i've been passing by in my house that i've just been ignoring i felt really inspired and creative to You know, put frames around my house and, you know, feel that cancer vibe of energy, which is really just that home energy and feeling inspired and creative to give my home that extra love this summer. I really think it's because I was giving attention to my root chakra, which I have now cleared up and I am ready to move into the sacral chakra. So this part of the body is really where you get creative fulfillment. And when you're out of habit with your creative outlet, this is really when you're not sharing your gifts to the world. Um, The sacral chakra is where relationships and creativity, play, serenity and emotions are, are stored here. And the sacral chakra is located above the genital and below the navel. The color of this chakra is a brilliant orange. So if you're feeling like you want that creative vibe, get your orange on. I love that color. It is just like a creative color. Like I feel like you got to be creative and bold to wear orange. At least that's how I feel when I'm wearing it. But I feel it for a reason because it's the color of the sacral chakra. The mantra is vom. VAM, V-A-M, say it with me, VAM. Six months to two years old, and it's located above the genital and below your navel. The sense that is related to this chakra is the sense of taste, and you can really have a feeling of deficiency if you're feeling awkward in your body, And those times when nothing seems to make you happy and you're never having fun. To know that there's excess in this, or excessiveness in this chakra, it's when you're really sexually driven, and you're gravitating towards pleasure, you are in need of crisis after crisis to feel alive, and oftentimes you're not even aware that you are acting and living in a life of that way. It's when you're giving an abundance of attention to people, just so you can meet needs, meet their needs, but not really in a a directional way. The psychological effect of this chakra Is the expression of sexuality And it's the inability to choose Appropriate relationships The the physical effectiveness of this area of the chakra is really in your genitals your gonads your glands of sexuality and this is really your center of balance so when people say or when you feel out of balance it's usually because it's this portion of your body that is stuck so what to do you can see orange, wear orange. You're going to want to incorporate water into your life. You're going to want to understand fun in the moment. So not take yourself too seriously. Moving your body in meditation like a dance movement and actively you know, feeling and engaging in your belly area. So some yoga poses for this area of the body would be bow, plow, bridge, crescent, cow head, as you bring attention to your abdominals you're really pulling back physically and in the same way you're you you would be pulling back emotionally so you're gonna need to create healthy boundaries in your life when it comes to a job or a relationship you're gonna want to let go and let your body take charge of the movement so really just activating this lower portion of your body the melody also of this we talked about the mantra but a melody i thought this was interesting when i read this in some of my yoga books from really real yoga with marianne was the sound of a wooden flute so when i was little that was like one of my very favorite instruments was this flute and i would run around playing it all the time so if you have kids in your life young kids maybe that would be a good gift idea because the sound of the flute really you know impacts the lower abs which is a creative center of your sacral chakra So this second chakra is often described as a dwelling place of the self. So this chakra affords us the ability to move and change. It's our place in the world and it's our sense of control in (coughs) accepting things, excuse me, Accepting things the way that they are and learning how to activate and govern, govern your power beyond emotional and sexual aspects that kind of veer you off course. When you're ignoring this part of your body, you can become really emotional and explosive. You're also, this is when people are manipulative and you know, it's when you become resistant to change. So this area can be one of the hardest to heal. And it's also related to upbringing. So, experiences that we had in this period of our life can really be blocked. So, you have to learn to flow with the emotions and control your emotions so that the creative energy can flow again and a feeling of balance will be a good indication that your second chakra has been nourished. For me I've I've talked about this a lot but one of my creative powers is writing so in my daily rituals I really have added in a habit of journaling so I do feel like when I'm not journaling this is like the number one um, pinpoint to me that I'm out of Balance and this is also one of my creative outlets. I have been writing my entire life, so this chakra is creativity, creativity, creativity. You're going to want to get yourself, you know, doing something like painting, drawing, writing, you know, doing something, even like gardening. I know we talked about that in the root chakra, but, you know, being creative with how you're setting up places um, in your yard to get rooted, it kind of goes hand in hand. This is also when your ego is, you know, out of control and you're unable to control it, which means that you're unable to be inspired. So you're just not putting yourself in situations where you're confident and inspired. This is when your jobs and your relationships, you know, have no boundaries. You're unable to say no, which is really meaning that you're saying no to your you time. And, you know, when you start to be holding yourself back that's the blockage of the ego and you start to act on that and it's just it's adding more blockage and enabling you to bring forth your creative outlet into the world which is a superpower that is you know related to you sharing your higher power This girl that I follow on Instagram She was going to a pottery class She had just moved to New York And she was like trying to make friends Or just do new hobbies And I saw that she went to a pottery class I was like you know that's actually a really good idea Just like to get in your hands And be creative and do something new Or those paint and wine classes Like these are all like fun things to do By yourself or with friends But this can also be an activity That you schedule in To create abundance of your Sacral chakra and enact creativity because this all will, you know, just making a pot or painting a picture that might be pretty awful. I mean, I'm going to say that because if I'm painting something, I'm just like not very good at it, but it still opens you up. It's similar to in my episode where I interviewed Lori Robbins, the author, where she really just talks about writing. If you want to be a writer, just start writing. It doesn't matter how good it is. You just got to get pen to paper and get words out there. So find some sort of creative element. This is going to help you find self-worth and it's going to help open the open up this chakra really get you thinking about this energy of your body is to ask yourself if you're comfortable with your sexuality you know are you comfortable with that sexual energy that you're giving to someone in your life or are you kind of holding back in a way also ask yourself, how do you feel about change? Is there change happening that you are resisting or you're holding back? You need to ask yourself, how and when and where are you finding bliss and are you truly appreciating that bliss because there have been many times that I've been guilty of putting myself in a situation to relax where I'm not really enjoying it you know like going to the beach with a book and a journal and all these good intentions to check out but I'm still, like, scrolling on my phone and not really experiencing the bliss that is out there for myself. I think another aha moment that I've had in my past was when I was married. My ex and I were having trouble getting me pregnant. And a couple times when I was pregnant we lost the baby and I think back about what I know about the chakras and I wasn't ready to reproduce I wasn't ready to bring somebody into this life and I know we've all said that or heard that but when you start to really understand these energies and understand yourself and individually where you're at in your life You know, the universe really doesn't lie. Like, not only was I not rooted to the fact that my body probably wasn't capable to reproduce at that time. And it wasn't because my organs are damaged. The doctor said I was super healthy, not to worry. These things happen. And then the more I studied myself and just how I was feeling emotionally and where I was at... I really believe that I wasn't able to carry a baby because my sacral chakra was blocked. So hopefully, again, I'm not a doctor. Not that, any, not that any of you thought that I was, but I absolutely have these conversations with your doctor. I am just sharing my journey in hopes that it will resonate with you to do a little bit more research and self-study on your own. Self-study of the sacral chakra and really unpacking some emotional baggage from some relationships in my life that just was still you know, stuck, the energy and the feelings and the emotions around these relationships that, you know, hurt me in the past, I was able to spend some time just sending love and forgiveness to those people. Recently, I just lost one of my very best friends for over 15 years, and thank God this person is still alive and living, but it still feels like a death. This person is no longer in my life. And emotionally and mentally, this has been so difficult for me in the last six months. And I've been sharing that with other friends, how difficult it's been. But when I really start to unpack it and learn a little bit more about, you know, the emotions that are stored of specifically about relationships and my sacral chakra, it was healing for me to just really just let it go. You know, I am so blessed for the memories that I've had with this person and instead of just being like, oh, I can't believe it or getting down on myself or what I might have done because obviously I play a part in this relationship being over and beating myself up over, you know, Wanting to know what went wrong and, you know, harboring all this animosity against change and things that I cannot control is really enabling me to move on. And it's enabling me to have other relationships, you know, when you are holding so much negative, uncomfortable, you know, unblissful space of our old relationship, then there's no positive healthy energy for a new relationship to flow so that's my learnings of the sacral chakra and I'm super excited to move into the powerhouse our second brain the gut and talk a little bit about How we can use this creativity and this rootedness that we have empowered ourselves with from learning about the root chakra and the sacral chakra and take it into the third chakra where this is really where we start to build confidence and show our world what we are made of and what we are here for. So I always appreciate the listen. I have said this before, but I am marketing this podcast on my own, so please please comment, share, send me a DM, like the podcast, do all the things because it just helps more views. helps more people hear about my podcast, listen to my podcast. And it also just brings a smile to my face. So as always, stay hydrated and namaste. Enjoy the rest of your July.